guys, it is December, and you know what that means? It means that we, we've we made it. We have gone through 2023, and thank goodness, really. I don't know about you guys, but personally, I just feel like this year was kind of all over the place. I'm hoping for a little more stability in 2024, a little more normalcy. Probably not gonna happen, but uh, I can I can be optimistic going into January at least. And so I knew that for this channel, I definitely wanted to do like a roundup review of movies and shows that came out this year. And initially my first instinct was to go through the worst movies and shows of the year. Because honestly, I just feel like we've seen a lot of stinkers lately, but you know what? I often get comments from you guys asking me to review or talk about more things that I actually do like instead of always just being negative, which I understand. So in light of that, instead for this video, we're gonna be talking about the best movies and shows that I have seen this year. And I mean, if you all still wanna see a review of the worst stuff uh, that came out in 2023, let me know down below. But for now, let's, let's talk about the brighter side of things. Something kind of interesting I will say though, is that when I sat down to make a list of the movies and shows I enjoyed the most this year, I was quickly confronted with the fact that it, it, it's a very short list. Maybe you guys are right, maybe I am overly negative or maybe Hollywood just isn't delivering like it used to anymore because as someone who goes to the movies, honestly, pretty often, I would say definitely more regularly than the average person, there just aren't that many movies that I've really loved that have come out. So definitely let me know in the comments if there's anything that you thought was solid that I'm missing here, but let's just get right to it. I guess probably my favorite movie that I saw this year that really not a lot of people have been talking about is Equalizer 3, starring the one and only Denzel Washington. This is a movie that really didn't receive a lot of fanfare, so much so that by the time I actually realized it was in theater, it had been out for like weeks. And at that point, I figured it was too late to do a review. That's why there's no dedicated video of it on my channel. But Denzel's Equalizer films, just in general, I am a huge fan of them. I remember when the first one came out, I thought, wow, this is actually really solid. I, I hope they make another one. And then Equalizer two came out, wasn't as into that one. But with The Equalizer 3, this may be one of the rare situations where the third movie in the franchise is actually the best of the series. I mean, this is a film that has a 94% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes and a 76% critic score. If you're looking for a movie that has action and also drama, I highly recommend this one. Also, as an aside, it takes place in Italy and the cinematography, the location that they're filming, it just, it's beautiful. And it's so crazy to me that this film, Denzel's version of The Equalizer, in theory, takes place in the same franchise as that Queen Latifah show. If you could have like a little trailer clip of the Queen Latifah equalizer. This new side gig of yours is raising questions. The company must be pretty desperate if they sent your skinny ass up here. Well, they figured you'd kill anybody else. They want you back, Robin. You're the best they had. I don't work for them anymore. I'm using my powers for good. When I can't sleep, it's not because of all the things I've done. It's because of all the people. I couldn't say. Obviously just very different levels of quality we're working with here. And I know this is probably controversial, but I'd even go so far as to say that I am way more into the Equalizer 3 and just that franchise in general than I am John Wick 4 and the John Wick franchise at this point. Because as you will notice, uh, John Wick 4 is not on this list of the best movies that I saw in 2023. Was it a terrible movie? No. But yeah, it was just, uh, it's, it's kind of meh. Next movie that I would highly recommend you go see if you haven't already is a Haunting in Venice. Now this is the third film in the Hercule Poirot series uh, featuring Kenneth Branagh. The previous films of course being Murder on the Orient Express and Death on the Nile. Films incidentally that I also really liked and just in general if you are a murder mystery fan, 
as I am very much, uh, you just can't go wrong with an Agatha Christie adaptation, I feel. And like with The Equalizer, I'd also say that this franchise in general is one that doesn't get a huge amount of attention. I mean, I know Death on the Nile did generate some headlines when that came out because it featured Army Hammer and just like a whole bunch of people who were canceled by the time the film had come out, which wasn't great for its marketing. But yeah, Haunting in Venice has got a 77% audience score, 76% tomato meter score. But what's interesting about this film compared to its predecessors is that it definitely incorporates much more of a horror theme. I mean, we're talking jump scares, even toying with the supernatural, which hey, uh, also being into horror, I was definitely a fan of, but I could also see that if you're more wanting a straightforward who done it? perhaps this film wouldn't meet that. And it's funny because this is one of the rare movies that I was able to drag my husband to. Uh, my husband who in general just does not like what Hollywood is pointing out. But it's funny, after we came out of that movie, he expressed that he was somewhat disappointed because he was hoping it would be more of a feel good film. But it's like based on the trailers and even the fact that it's called A Haunting in Venice, like, I don't know why he would have thought that. And I mean, even horror elements aside, when is a murder mystery ever really a feel good movie? But yeah, I thought this movie was a lot of fun. And honestly, as long as Kenneth Rana keeps making Hercule Poirot movies, I will definitely keep watching them. And that brings us to the next movie that I would recommend, especially if you have kiddos, the Super Mario Brothers movie. And previously, uh, some of you have made fun of me for saying Mario instead of Mario. And it's like, I'm sorry. Uh, that is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Canadian. That's how, that's how some of us say it. But yeah, Super Mario Brothers, the highly anticipated adaptation of the very famous video game series. Now this is a good movie. It's definitely solid. If I'm being honest though, I don't think it ranks in my top 10 or even top 20 animated movies. But I think the reason why this movie is worth seeing and why so many people did go see it is that it is Imagine that in 2023, just a regular kids movie, nothing weird. It's wholesome, it's fun, it's pretty well written, it's nicely animated, it doesn't feature any non-binary characters or same-sex relationships, thank you very much, Disney. And this is something that as a mom, I felt okay watching with my daughter. And actually on that note, just so you guys know, this is a film that was produced by Illumination, the company that's also behind like Despicable Me and The Minions, as well as The Secret Life of Pets, and sing. And I don't know if you guys keep up with their films, but if you're looking for animation that's family friendly and actually family friendly, Illumination movies are not woke, which also incidentally is why I think almost all of them end up grossing like a billion dollars. Yeah, I saw this movie and even as someone who's not a huge Super Mario fan, I still thought it was a lot of fun. And uh, my husband, he wasn't really paying attention as I was watching it with my daughter, but he did stop in every now and then and he would like look at the scenes and be like, oh, hey, that's really cool how they incorporated, you know, the, the Mario Kart thing, or, oh, look, it's Donkey Kong. And in general, from what I understand of people who are fans of, you know, Super Mario Brothers, this is a film where they actually do the original franchise a service by adapting it. And in terms of other films worth seeing, I, I am gonna push back a little bit at people who say that I only talk about things I don't like or that all my reviews are negative. There are some movies out this year that I did review that I didn't hate. I'm specifically talking about Dungeons and Dragons, Knock at the Cabin, and Guardians 3, but I feel like 
age. A lot of you are most interested in reviews uh, when we know the movie is gonna be bad. And I admit those are a lot of fun, so I get it. And so usually when I don't hate a movie, it doesn't become as popular. And I think a lot of people miss those videos. But also sometimes, and it's the case with all of these films, Dungeons and Dragons, Knock at the Cabin and Guardians 3, I'll have good things to say about it, but also some more negative things. And because I've included negative things in my review, you may walk away with the impression that I didn't like the movie at all, which is not the case. All those movies are pretty solid and I would say definitely worth watching, uh, but you know, there are things that could have been better for sure. So those are the films that I enjoyed the most this year. I would love to hear what yours were. And I will acknowledge that it's a pretty eclectic list I've put together there, but I don't know. I just feel like a lot of the most famous movies this year just were not my cup of tea. I'm talking about the Barbie movie and Oppenheimer. I mean, I love Killian Murphy, but I just, I couldn't make that one work. That brings us to TV shows there. And guys, if my list of movies that I liked this year was short, the TV shows are even shorter. Having a toddler, being a mom, I just don't have that much time to sit down and watch TV shows, especially ones that are not family friendly. And so I know there are definitely a lot of shows out there that are really great that I'm probably just missing. I would love to hear about them. But personally, the shows that I would recommend that I really enjoyed this year uh, starts with Murders in the Building. This is on its third season now. You can watch it on Hulu. And this is actually the case where I almost gave up on the show during season two. They introduced a lesbian love story subplot and I was just not in the the mood for it, but it's actually one of you guys on Twitter that told me like, no, no, keep going. It's not, it's not that woke. I know you probably rolled your eyes, but it's worth pushing through it. And so I did. And I'm, I'm glad that I did because uh, season three, I really enjoyed. And that's the one that just aired this year. Once more, if you're a fan of murder mysteries, uh, you can't go wrong with this show. It, it's funny. And it's also one of those shows that I feel like people of different ages uh, can enjoy. I mean, it stars Selena Gomez, but also Steve Martin, if that gives you an idea, like I enjoy it and I, I can definitely see, I mean, people who are my parents' age enjoying it as well. Aside from that, Jack Ryan also had its final season released this year, which is sad, but you know, if, if you haven't seen that show yet and you're into that military thriller kind of vibe, I think John Krasinski is great in it. And actually honorable mention, these shows didn't come out this year, but I only got around to watching them this year. Uh, Reacher and Terminalist, same kind of genre, I feel. And actually I know a lot of people are kind of worried about a Warhammer 40K going to Amazon on just because, I mean, that's the same studio that gave us Rings of Power and we see how that ended up. But I think uh, with shows like Terminalist, Reacher, and Jack Ryan, the studio shows us that they can do good work if they put their minds to it and if they have the right people in charge. So yeah, let's just hope that Warhammer 40K ends up more like Jack Ryan and less like Rings of Power. And really, if you're just into those espionage type of thrillers, I feel like Amazon has made a concerted effort to put content out that appeals to that demographic. So definitely check out those shows. And that brings us to the final show I've been enjoying this year. I wasn't lying when I said I, I, I don't have a lot of time for shows, especially new shows. Most of the time I just default to rewatching The Office. But Archer, yeah, Archer uh, is still going on. Or actually I think this past season uh, was slash is its last. So it's not gonna be around anymore. But this is a show that strangely enough, despite its years and years over a decade uh, that it's been running, it's maintained its quality, if you ask me. And now this is one of those shows that despite being animated is definitely not family friendly. Yeah, if you haven't seen Archer yet and you're maybe a fan of like Rick and Morty type of humor, I would say that you'd probably enjoy it. And if you similarly were a fan of Archer, but you kind of forgot about it, you stopped watching it, start again because the, the later seasons, they are solid. Now, those are my recommendations, uh, but now the time I know that all of you guys have been waiting for, uh, these are Papa Chen's. Okay, let's start with movie first. 
The number one movie that I would pick for this year is Mission Impossible. It's a big budget movie, and I enjoy it. Usually, most movies when it's over three hours, close to three hours, it tends to lose audience attention. But this one, you will follow from start to end without falling asleep because it's good action and good story. And after the movie, a lot of people. Really enjoy the movie. You can tell the audience after the movie this. They all said they like it, and I would say the second movie is difficult to choose because this year, as a matter of fact, even the lot of new movies this year, but none of them are really, really good. The second one I would pick, Hunger Games. Hunger Games actually was better than I expected because I didn't expect. Like、uh, was something like that because it's a continu. Actually, it's not continuous. It's a prequel. It's difficult to do a prequel, but they did a very good thing because when you watch a Hunger movies series, a lot of things you don't you don't understand why it was like that. In this prequel Hunger Game, they explain to you what happened before. So in that case, is a、uh, I would say. The director is very creative in this regard, and number three, I would say is Willy Wonka. That movie I really enjoy it, and is they launched this movie in a very good timing. As actually, it's a Christmas movie, Christmas spirit movie, and they did a very good job in. Spreading the Christmas spirit. TV show. Oh man, this year a lot of big budget TV series by HBO, but none of them impressed me. The only one that I would say is、uh, Jack Ryan. I I really enjoy it, even though it's six episodes. And then Richard, even though right now it's only three episodes, but based on what I saw. In season one, and the three new episode, I think it will be good. Number three, I will rate The Witcher. Only the last part of this season, because the first half I would say kind of boring. Didn't make it past the first half.、Uh, no, and I find the last six episode maybe. They hear the audience review, and they really did a good job cleaning up all the bad things. They they did a good job. I enjoyed the last six episodes very much. As a matter of fact, overall though, pretty a、uh, slim year for good movies. <laughs> It's bad this year. I would say, two thousand twenty three was bad for movie and TV industry, especially. A lot of the big TV series by HBO 
movies by Walt Disney. Very disappointing. So those are our best movies and TV shows of 2023. And of course, we would love to hear what yours were. What were the best films you saw? What TV shows have you enjoyed binging? Let us know down below. Let's turn it into a thing where we, we share what's actually good out there. And with that in mind, uh, I'll see you guys in 2024. If this is my last episode of the year, I'm not sure. It may or may not be. But if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time.